Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit. I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! fucking wait i think he peed a little to begin this episode of big kev's geek stuff episode 467 the one we're calling i can't wait i don't think we is that what we agreed on <laughs> that's not what we, we agreed we, on we could call it that it's it's my uh, you know what i'm i'm gonna go full i am groot i think i'll just say that for the rest for of the, the rest show. of the show i can't uh, wait i doubt that's true <laughs> I, I doubt that's all you'll say the rest of the show <laughs> Um, I've already failed. We did say we were going to call it, but it's all garbage. Yes. Uh, so we could do that. I, I want to qualify that, though. Well, I'll, I'll qualify when we talk about that, that story there. Oh, uh, you know what we should actually call it? What? Instant Begathon. There you go. <laughs> instant, instant Begathon. Yeah. People, listeners, friends. It is that time of year. We are trying desperately to do our one uh, uh, humongous appearance at New York Comic Con this year, which, of course, requires that we purchase a booth space. Uh, and we are trying to financially right. make the ends meet. And this, 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 I mean, we just found out about this literally last week. Yeah. We were in a bit of limbo whether or yeah. not we were going to get the booth. And now we've got it. And now we've got and it. And now all we got to do is pay for it. That's right. So... We would love it if you guys could help us out. Any donation would be uh, happily accepted. Yes. And, yes, it is a bit shorter of a time frame than OG and I normally would start this in August. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the beginning or late July. But yeah, I was going to uh, say, we even started before that. We were, as we were in limbo, this is where we're at. We need right. your help. And uh, we're hoping that some of you. Uh, we'll be able to help us out. Now, where's now the PayPal link we have right on the website? You can we go do. over there. Or you can do it direct through PayPal, bigkevsgeekstuff at gmail.com. Correct. And, uh, of course, all of your donations will be fantastically appreciated. Yes. If you're able to make it to New York Comic Con, by all means, come by and see 
me if you made a donation. Of course, there will be something special for you at the booth. Sure. Uh, and uh, we are begging and pleading, not called a begathon for no reason. It's called a begathon because we're begging. Right. Uh, so, like we said, any donation, and you'll probably hear this much, uh, much like an NPR yeah, fundraiser. Right. Probably every ten minutes or so, we will uh, pause. That's right. Uh, to make an appeal <laughs> to you to help us get to New York Comic. There you go. Let the clock begin. Nice. Also helpful is using the Amazon link on the uh, big cab. Very helpful. Uh, big stuff. Uh, oh, yes. OG yes. about to no, no, shit, no. shit that bed. No, no, no. no. We no. don't see that money for a we while. We don't see that it's money for instant. three or four months. Uh, yeah, this would be a more immediate but it's need. Right. Helpful for down the line. If you, if you don't want to donate, but you got shit to buy, Correct. Right. Correct. use that to help. Use the Amazon one. Perhaps to pre-order your Spider-Man Homecoming, which now all of a sudden you can pre-order a Marvel movie. On Amazon. I discovered that yesterday. So I don't know if Disney more and Amazon made nice. It would be a or Sony. if this is also because Sony of Sony's hand. Here. It's probably so, Sony's distributing yeah, it. That's, that's probably what the key But is. anyway, pre-ordered. Uh, use a link if you got it. There you go. Um, well, let's move forward with the show. Uh, instant Begathon. I can't wait. But it's all garbage. Whatever you want to call Whatever it. Whatever you like. I can't wait for all the garbage of the Instant Begathon! <laughs> First up in our news this week, uh, Thor Ragnarok's uh, Taika Waititi. Ragnarok. Oh, Taika Waititi is in negotiations to helm the Akira adaptation that we've been hearing so much about um, for like the last 30 years. At least 30 years. (laughs) Um, This is the one that Leonardo DiCaprio's Aspian Way is producing, I believe. I believe it's. A patient way. Oh, is a patient? Oh, I'm sorry. You say Aspian way? I said way? Aspian. Aspian. Because I was thinking Appian. Aspian. And I added an S. Gotcha. It happens. It happens. Um, yeah, so <laughs> how do I feel about... Uh, look, I, I have not yet seen Ragnarok, but everything I've seen so thus far seems awesome. I think it's going to be the Marvel movie of the year. Um, there, I've said it. I hear uh, Hunt for the Wilder People was amazing. Yes. Which is uh, another film that. that he has worked on. Um, his handling of Akira, I'm confident that he will do a good job. I am also confident that no matter what happens, there's going to be anger, a and lot of it, protest oh, yeah. about this movie. Yes. Well, it's, it's already slated, and and this article and any other reporting doesn't change that it's still going to be Neo Manhattan. Well, right. In, in so fairness, you're, you're, we're still going to have the whitewashing debate on uh, on this one. And in uh, fairness yeah. to the article that we're looking at, it says that the movie ad- adaptation has carried this synopsis for years that doesn't necessarily mean that that will be the synopsis right of this true. true it's where this we're at is now. what they've been saying yeah. for you and this is also when leo was going to play canada mm. right so but i don't think that's happening so i mean i i kind of you know i kind of hope they kind of don't do that i think we have enough crap about I, I, this I, sort of thing going on i think whatever they do they just need to commit if they if they shift and go back to a neo tokyo they need to commit to uh, to the uh, the the distinctly Asian story and distinctly Asian characters in this particular right. case, and, and go that route. Other, I mean, otherwise. And listen, I didn't. I liked Ghost in the Shell, but that movie was buried under controversy, and it, it sank it. And they'll do the same thing to Akira. I think if they really um, want to, if they really want to be ballsy, they'll get every single actor that is not Asian who's ever been cast in an Asian role. 
<laughs> and, and just completely whitewash the whole movie. <laughs> the whole no, movie. seriously. Matt no, seriously. Damon. Get, get, yeah. Was he was he supposed to be Asian in that movie? In the Great Wall? No, I, I, I think he was American, yeah. but yeah, it was just, was, it was, uh, uh, no, 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 no. The like, let's, white let's savior get, story was uh, ugly. <laughs> Let's get uh, what's her name uh, who who played the the ancient one in Doctor Strange. Okay, yep. Yeah. Let's get um, uh, what's her Tilda name? Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Tilda yeah. Swinton. Yeah. Let's get uh, what's her name who was in Aloha that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. The uh, movie that no one oh, remembers, uh, but Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. Let's yeah. get Emma Stone. Let's get who played the Asian guy. I, Ken will probably know this. Who played the Asian guy in Miss Saigon was all the controversy when it oh, like Jonathan the, Price. Jonathan Price. Huge yeah. controversy. Let's back get Jonathan then. Price. Let's get most of the And controversial now too for the revival. Mo- most of the people in uh Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> yeah, just Let's get them all. Just get them all. Uh, let Joel Gray. We need Joel, Joel Gray, Gray from Remo oh Williams. Oh my god, so, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Every single one of them that's ever done that. Anyone who has slightly shallow eyes. Let's yeah. get those people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. But yeah, whatever they do, they got to commit. If they and if they if they do commit to the neo Manhattan thing, then then commit to it and and don't half ass that either. Yeah, right. and, just, and prepare. Yeah, and and dig in. Be, be ready for the for the controversy. It's come and hope the quality and the writing and everything overshadows the controversy, and you still got a great film that makes some money. But it's it. This is scary. Speaking of make some money, Amazon <laughs> take my money now. That's Am- HBO. Yeah. HBO take my money now. The Watchmen TV series with. Damon Lindelof uh, yes. has begun production. Uh, it's begun yes. production, but we don't know the cast. No, we don't know anything about it. Even that, though that's this is what's starting. It's, even, it's beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though this deceptive article <laughs> almost well, indicates they, they started that it's filming yesterday. Fun. No, but it says it says in the article it says the cast includes. But they're talking about the movie. But yeah. they did. The, they didn't write it as the cast included, which would have. Said it, you know what I mean? Right. If they're talking about the movie that happened in the past and said the the cast included, then right. we would recognize that as just, here I am, it's like Big that's, Kev's spelling stuff. That's, yeah. Big that's, Kev's uh, grammar stuff. Uh, uh, but since they said the cast includes, it seems to indicate more of I think you uh, just didn't read the article well. Because I read sir, that sentence think, in the context of what was going on in the sentence prior. I, I think, knew what they were talking about. I but people could be confused. That, that being said, um, I guess it was uh, Damon Lindelof uh, posted a picture on his Instagram account of uh, a statue. A certain vigilante's legs and on the statue wrote the words in gratitude uh-huh. to uh, make the announcement. It was from the writer's room. Well, I'm, I'm very excited. So, yeah. I'm production very, begun on the, uh, the writing front. Oh, let me get that for you. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably hear casting uh, of some sort. Uh, if, they're, if they're in production and they're in writing, we'll probably hear casting. Soon-ish. Close to, close to uh, I, I'd give it close to the end of the year because um, they, they got to hash out scripts and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, if production is just meaning yeah. they're writing the scripts, then I'm we have some time. Uh, November, December, we'll start hearing casting talk. Yeah, that sounds about that sounds about right. In Lin- the uh, in the huh section <laughs> yeah. of the news today, Linda Hamilton will be returning to the Terminator franchise in uh, sometime in 2019 or 2020 um, in a new film. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm so confused by Terminator at this point. I don't know which time right line you, is. You right. literally, you literally have to take. You almost. You almost have to take each one of them as a separate universe, okay, to kind of keep your head clear, because and particularly the last two <clears throat> were kind of so out there. Like even you know, like I, I get what they did in the last one. They sent a Terminator back to when Sarah Connor was a child, 
to protect Sarah Connor. Right. So that altered the timeline of the original movie. So when yeah. Kyle Reese arrives, there's already a Terminator there, and it is pretty much raised right. uh, in a father capacity, Sarah Connor. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of every uh, different... Every film since T2 pretty much is its own Kelvin. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Almost true. Um, we also heard that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger would be returning for this film as well. I wonder who's going to be playing the walker. <laughs> it's not that old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're both a little, you know, older than they were. All right. I'm saying. I'm just, just so. I'm putting it out there. Yeah, I have the feeling they're talking about this being a direct sequel to T2, so I'm assuming yeah. this is something that's going to uh, delete from this timeline the what has happened since Cameron's original T2. And, and Cameron will have his own trilogy, basically, uh, that you can watch all together in one shot. So, And if you care to watch the alternate universe ones, then you right. tune into Sarah Connor Chronicles. And it's a movies and re, so. re, 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 reboot. <laughs> so, we will, so we'll lose the romance between... Uh, John Connor and uh, what's her name from Homeland? Yeah, uh, mo- whatever movie that was, yeah, like, Terminator Three. Uh, was that T Three? Yeah, yeah, I think that was T Three. That was Rise of the Machines. Yeah. Rise of the Machines. Yeah. I didn't hate Rise of the Chris, Machines. Kristen Locken was like yeah. the T One billion or yeah, whatever she was, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was lovely. I can't remember the actress's name. Are you trying to remember? I can't remember her name. No, you were on it. Kristana uh, Locken or Locken. Oh no, no, yeah, she was the Terminator. The romance, film, but who was the was romance between with John Connor? Oh, it was... Uh, John uh, Connor and... Uh, what's her name? Uh, um, yep, her. Perpetual yep. Sad Face from Hol- Homeland. Yes. Ugly Cry Face. Correct. What the fuck is her name? It's my completely so- escaping it's, me all it's of a sudden. my so-called life, the star yeah. of my so-called life. Jesus. Claire, yeah, Claire, Jesus. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Yeah. Very good, very good. And, uh, and the other guy. And the other guy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and the, the other guy. The carnival Jonathan dude. Jonathan Mustang. I don't think it's Mustang. I think it's Mustang. I, I don't know. So. Wasn't way. he the yellow bastard? He was the yellow yes. bastard. Oh, yes. yeah. I can't remember his name. Though. Yeah. I think I have a toy signed by him. All right. Anyway. Uh, sticking, uh, going back to HBO quickly, Game of Thrones writer Brian Cogman is developing the fifth prequel for HBO. The if you remember, prequel. earlier this year, George R.R.R. Martin <laughs> announced that there would be, uh, that he would be working on four prequels and that there would be a mysterious fifth one that would be coming from hbo as well and we we kind of talked about this a little bit now we don't know anything about these other than there's five prequels and we kind of talked about this a little bit prior to turning on the mics tonight and as much as this seems tedious to me i think there may might be some interesting stories to tell if they focus on like one family um you know, because when Game of Thrones kicks off in season one, everything is already, you know, there are yeah. well-established things. It'd and it's nice such to have a, a story lore. that focuses yeah. on just a few people. As a right. That's the, the most common complaint is, Jesus Christ, how do you keep track of all of these people? So I'm thinking it's five prequels, each one focusing on a certain right. group of people. Like one yeah. could be a Lannister-driven. One could be, you know, the Targaryens prior to Daenerys and Jon and all that stuff. So I don't know. I think one of them is a drama about HBO bringing Game of Thrones to TV. Is, is that what it is? That's that's what I don't I think. so I like and this this article isn't really quite clear on it, but what the hell is this is five but it's a lot of material. Yes. So are is it a season per prequel? I think that's are what it is. Are they doing individual films? Like what the hell's mm-hmm. going on with this? 
I don't think anybody really knows. That's the problem. Do like, they know? I, maybe not. <laughs> I think my I understanding think... was that it was five series, but or, I'm thinking it's five seasons. Are they just waiting to see what falls off the wall between now and the final season yeah, of, uh, maybe. of Game it, of Thrones? It could itself. just be like, oh. cross your fingers and hope for the best. Amazing. Guys, let's just take a moment to uh, let the audience know that uh, this, this is the Bagathon episode. Ah. And so uh, you'll want to go over to bigkevsgeekstuff.com uh, to the PayPal link. Do you like the stories that you're hearing do you like the witty banter and the uh the style and the things that you're used to right here at big kev's geek stuff you want to uh help support big kev's geek stuff uh by going right over to the paypal link at our website big or you can go to paypal directly and use big kev's geek stuff at gmail.com to make your fantastic donation uh to the cause I think I'm right. I think a drama about how they brought Game of Thrones like to the screen, I think it would be really funny. But nobody plays themselves. <laughs> like they're all actors cast like yeah. a- as Amelia Clark, like there's an actor. Like wouldn't you like to see the scene where where Amelia Clark and like her agent are negotiating her getting railed by Jason Momoa. <laughs> that would be a dr- that's probably a dramatic scene. That guy's like eight feet tall. He's gonna murder me and so forth. Wow, oh, your your accent saying. is shut up, spot on. Michael Sheen and David Tennant, shut your mouth. Uh, Neil Gaiman uh, released a photo earlier this week of Michael Sheen and David Tennant in the first image that we got from Amazon Prime's video upcoming. Good, the omens. story of Rush. Yes, the story of Rush. He did look a little like Getty Lee. They both, they, and he looks like Alex Lifeson. Yeah, it's it's kind of Sheen. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Um, I'm really excited for Good Omens. It's one of my favorite. Uh, game in books uh, it was a collaboration of course between game and terry pratchett mm. um i love dave and Tennant, obviously you've two absolute gold yeah gold medal actors right there so uh right Michael i'm just Sheen is i'm torn huge. especially since seeing that picture now i'm super torn like do i dive in and try to read this damn thing or or do i do like I, I, where i'm at with american gods where i'm just well shit i'm along for the blind ride on the tv show with everybody and maybe i'll pick it up later all right i mean you have more than enough time to to probably read through, you could yeah. read through Good Omens. It's kind of, in, it's kind of fun. Like I, in a week I'm or really so. digging going oh, through American not Gods. A, week. a couple days, uh, yeah, a couple days. I read yeah. fast too, so I'm well, so, so, pop through yeah. a couple days. But I'm still so, so saying a week most. I just right? American Gods might take you a week. a week. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what situation I want to put myself in. Going blind. If, if I want to go in blind to the show and, and enjoy all the surprises via the show, or if I want to enjoy all the surprises as Gaiman intended them in prose. And read the damn thing, but then I go into the show going, well, now I know what's going to happen. Like, now going blind. I'm really torn on this lately with I a would. lot of these. Uh, I, w- I would I'm, watch it and then read it after. So the the, read it afterwards, and then the other problem: you read it, you're bound for disappointment in some factors right. when you uh, when the film comes around. So, well, mm. if you remember, maybe it was a year ago, two years ago. I don't remember, but um, BBC released an audio drama. Of Good Omens. Okay. It was four or five parts. That was long before that, wasn't it? I thought, I thought it was only two or three years oh, ago. I thought it was quite a bit. Uh, I, I don't know. But they released it. And I remember when it came out, I downloaded them all. Because they were free. You could download them. I right. downloaded them all. And I been, they'd been sitting on my hard drive. And maybe like four or five months ago, I was like, oh my god, I should go back and re-listen to it. And I listened to like the first ten minutes. And then I turned it off. And I was like... No, because I honestly, I remember the premise of the book, mm-hmm. but I do not remember the nuances of okay. the story. I remember like the beginning and the end, and I know where the journey goes, but I don't remember all the little intricacies. I read Good Omens 15 uh, yeah, when it years came ago out. when it yeah. came out, whenever yeah. the hell that was. So um, 
So I'm going in like semi-blind. Okay. I, I purposefully said, you know what? I'm going to just wait for the show, watch it, and then maybe I'll go back and revisit it. But go in blind. I'm going to do that. Enjoy it. I'm going to do it. All right. Damn. This one is kind of exciting, I think. At least, I know. I think it's exciting. Um, Hiroyuki Sanada is going to become uh, a, a, major, a uh, major recurring role in Westworld Season 2. We got confirmation of his character. I was going to say a major role in the Akira movie. Yeah. We got confirmation <laughs> of his character, Musashi, um, when Funko <laughs> revealed the toy Whoops. of the character. Now, this is a character in full samurai regalia. Um so um, this, of course, leads everybody to believe that we will either see Samurai World in season two of Westworld or we'll see elements of it that will play a major part in the story. I'm OK with all of that. I think I think that I think it makes sense in the grand scheme of things that they might have to explore some of the other things that uh, what's the name of the company again? Delos. What Delos has going on. Um so I'm 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 okay with this. Did you see the Did you see the toy or Oh did that you... guy? Okay, now I know who that is. Who the the actor? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, actually, he's, I, I I don't know if, if you haven't seen Life. It's actually a pretty good flick. Uh, and he's uh, he's excellent in that. Yeah. Cool. So that's cool. I'm pretty excited for Westworld season two. Uh, uh, yeah, I could take it or leave it. I guess it's liar. <laughs> uh, next year, 2018, we get it. We still don't yep. have a firm date, but we get uh, it. Next so year. far, only spring. And then uh, those of you looking to catch up, the Blu-rays for the first season come out on November, uh, I believe, seventh. I was gonna say. I know it's. I know it's yeah. fairly. And soon, as soon so. as that Blu-ray hits, I'll start our rewatch because I want to. I want to do a rewatch with the commentary. And, right. Uh, I believe there are several uh, really good commentators on um, uh, pending on the Blu-ray from what I've heard. So, yeah. Cool. Can't wait. The CW is currently developing The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on the on the tales of the success of Riverdale season one. There was some rumor during season one that we were going to see a cameo from the Sabrina character um, in possibly season two. So I'm wondering if she's still going to get her. Um, her debut on Riverdale and then transition into her own show. Um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina reimagined the origins and adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch as a dark coming-of-age story that traffics in horror, the occult, and of course, of course, of course. witchcraft. Tonally in the vein of Rosemary's Baby and the Exorcist, this adaptation finds Sabrina wrestling to reconcile wow. her dual nature, half-witch, half-mortal. Um, so, so it's terrible. Riverdale Charmed. Uh, yeah, Riverdale Buffy. Yeah. All, all of those things. But there was, um... They already ruined Josie and the Pussycats. They put out... Armored Dale Buffy. There was a Sabrina comic, um... Sabuffy. I think it was called <laughs> The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was the name of the comic book as well. Did they? And, um, it was out a couple years ago before the re... Either it was before or right after the relaunch of, um, the new Archie series. And, um... It was actually a pretty good read. I'm not going to lie. It was, I, it was halfway decent. So, mm. And I really like Riverdale. I was on board with Riverdale season right. one. I look forward to season two. Yeah, most two. people who watch it were pretty cool. With yeah. I, I, so, I'm, I mean, if they expand that universe a little bit, I'm okay with it. I, cool. I like the premise of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Um, so, I'm all right with this. It's not bad news to me. Nope. I know you're not excited, but. You know, no, I, I don't have much invested. I was really hoping to get a Josie and the Pussycats show out of this, but then. They kind of showed up on the uh, on Riverdale, and they were not good. So. Oh, I don't mind them on Riverdale. You know, they're they're different on Riverdale. They're um, they're not as poppy. Yeah, 
they're not really Josie and the Pussycats. So, well, no, they are. Why? Why are they not? They're just a reimagining of Josie and the Pussycats. Correct. Yeah, but it's all reimagining. That's not really Jughead. It's not really Archie. Uh, eh. But I like it. I like the way they they've handled them. All right. Um, I think we have one more. Now you know. Well, what time is it? Oh no, we have time. Yeah. All right. Garib Shamis and his brother Stefan um, are coming back to shake up the industry. I'm going to vomit. With the Ace Universe Comic Convention coming December 8th and 10th to Long Island's Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Confirmed guests already include Gail Godot um, and some of the other members of the Justice League. Oh, Henry Gal Gadot. Cavill. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Uh, Henry Cavill, Ray Fisher, <laughs> Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, and uh, Ciaran Hines. It's all of them but Ben. But Ben, yeah. Everybody but Affleck. Who is Ciaran Hines, who is that? Uh, Caesar from Rome. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones. But who is he in the Justice League world? I don't know. He doesn't have to be in the Justice League world. Has already I... confirmed guests, including the Justice League actors, and then it names a bunch of actors. Oh, so he's I... not. Is he Uncle? Oh, is he Steppenwolf? Is he Steppenwolf? He maybe, he, maybe he's Steppenwolf. That sounds right. That's that sounds about right. Yeah. For you need someone big and imposing. Um, so for those of you who don't I loved know, him in Rome. For those of yeah. you who don't know who Garib Shamus is, how do you not know Garib? I mean, the guy was responsible for launching Wizard Magazine, which eventually launched. Uh, which he sold. He did. But but look, he ended up being kind of a douche. But when Wizard Magazine first came out, who wasn't reading Wizard Magazine? Like, No, we were. We and all totally read fair. it. And we loved it. Mm-hmm. It was, for a long time, that was the staple. That yeah. was as important to get every month. As your totally agree as your monthly books when totally that agree. when it first came out right I remember the first cover it was it was a McFarland Spider Man cover Could've with been. the wizard's hat um, I subscribed I think at one point in time I was getting them delivered but I mean that was it that was the magazine you got you I got really, previews you got a, a is that the one I only subscribed guide? to for the Twisted Mego Theater yep. the, uh, yeah which turned into Robot Chicken yeah <laughs> because uh, what's his name Matt I always forget his name I, yeah. Uh, Partnered with Seth Green to create to Robot Chicken. Not, it Matt was, Mal- not Matt Mallar. That's uh, Senrich. Aqua Teen. Senrich. Yeah. 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 Partnered with Seth Green uh, in order to create Robot Chicken. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Garib through the years has become less than liked it, yeah, he's through the industry. really kind of an outlier, I guess is probably yeah. the kindest way to put it. Um, of course, when the magazine died... Uh, they tried to do like an online version of it. Of course, they also launched the wizard uh, convention scene, which is probably the most – it's one of the most – I don't want to say recognizable, but it pops up in the most number of cities as a, yeah. as a consistent convention. It's still in uh, – it's in Houston. It's still in Ontario or well, Toronto, well, I think. And, and the problem is people keep bailing. Yes, right. Bailing and bailing. Guest stars bailing and bailing and bailing at the that's, last That's probably their, their biggest problem, right? Is it, oh, it, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, to the point where I, they I are now. I look at a, a guest list and go, well, we'll see. And then but half of them bail before yep. the show. And then, and then, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where they're literally promoting, and this is not an insult, but they're promoting cosplay people mm. as the big guests at their yeah. show. This is wizard entertainment. Yeah, I hear you. But you know what, though? I mean. In that regard, that that's a weird that's a weird line to walk because a lot of the big conventions do that now. Like uh, this weekend coming up is Salt Lake Comic Con, right? Which is like the number three convention in the United States. It's right behind 
New York and San Diego, depending on which week it is. Right. Um, and it's like its celebrity guest list, I think, is mixed, but it has a huge cosplay guest no, list. No, yeah, totally. And Dragon so, Con is yeah, the same Right, way. exactly. So I, I get that. But I mean, like, you know, the, the fact that Wizard Entertainment at this point. No, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. So suffering. So and dealers don't want to do their shows anymore. And, you know, like it's it's a lot. It's yeah. it's imploding is really what it is. My problem is I don't really trust Garib. And I think that overall the United States especially is is oversaturated yeah. with conventions. There is literally a convention every weekend somewhere. Yeah. And there's like. I mean, between New York Comic Con, Big Apple Con, Ace Conventions, Philadelphia, the four shows that go on in New Jersey. If you live in this area, right? And then there's there's Colossal Con, which was in the Poconos last weekend. There's uh, a bunch. There's a bunch. There's a a bunch of other ones in Connecticut. I mean, like, there's just far too many. It's almost as bad as the U.K., Almost as bad as the we're UK. Almost, we're almost to a con every weekend. And, you know, but in the UK, everybody can get to all of those say, cons. But, it, right, in the UK, you don't have a $3,000 plane ride to get to some of these yeah. things. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, you just take a train. Speaking of cons, New York Comic Con coming up. And, yep. uh, you know, why don't we take this opportunity uh, to let our listeners know, you know, this is the time of year when we ask for your help. Uh, to get us to New York Comic Con, you can go right over to the website, BigKevGeekStuff.com, and uh, click right on that PayPal link and send us any donation. Any donation at all will be appreciated. And, of course, we will uh, thank you profusely. If you like to go directly to PayPal, you can use BigKevGeekStuff at gmail.com uh, to make your much-needed donation yes. there. Yes. All right. Let's blow some. Uh, blow some. Let's blow through some. Wow. Wow. Woo! We almost had a whole week. Uh, you know, OG, if I knew you were willing, uh, we wouldn't be doing a begathon. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's blow through some trailers. Nope. PK, uh, thank you. I'm watch. I'm staring at PK, waiting. I'm waiting, and I'm seeing the wheels, and the, oh, and there's the click. <sighs> and uh, let's whew, let's start with uh, we got our first Tomb Raider trailer. This week, um, I liked it. I dig it. I actually think it looks like it's a lot of fun. She looks great. And yeah. The, the uh, action looks great. Uh, it looks like it has some some solid plot. Yeah. One of the biggest complaints I'm seeing, uh, which is just an indication of that it's probably actually halfway decent, is that her boobs aren't big that's, enough. That's, oh, come that's, on. Yeah. So, that's yeah. what's being said. But yeah. in relation to the new game, it's she, she's on the she's money. She's spot on for the money. So, Correct. Shut the fuck up. And for the original game, do you, I mean, really, they were triangles. They were pyramid boobs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> Stop it. Wow. Stop it. All right. But uh, no, the trailer looks good. Alice Vikander. Um, as Lara Croft, I think she's going to do fine. The story looks interesting. Cinematography looks really cool. I'm down. And I'm she, down for an action a, adventure film. She's a tremendous performer. Yeah. Absolutely tremendous actress. So, uh, yeah, she's do some good stuff. Uh, let's talk about that poster real quick, though. Yeah. Because – and I, I, I very seldom, very rarely, in fact, practically never jump on any kind of hate for a poster. Right. Posters are – they're, they're posters. Uh, I jump on love for posters when there's really extraordinary ones out there. And some that are like, eh, whatever. That's not a big deal. People went nuts over the the homecoming poster right. and, and shit all over it. Uh, it did the job for me. I don't care. Exactly. That all said, I'm a I'm a Photoshop professional. I yeah. work every day of my life with uh, with Photoshop. And right, uh, you should see all the pictures PK has with the stars and uh, past presidents <laughs> right? and Hitler. Uh, but th- that poster that they released is an embarrassment. Yeah, giraffe neck. 
an that is an embarrassment. Like I, I don't I don't know how it got to release that that looks it looks like a joke. But I don't even what were they trying to do? I mean, they're trying to to. The goal, as far as I can see, is you know you have the the Lara Croft character and she's doing that little side turn thing, yeah. so you get you, you get the little trademark ass shot, yeah, uh, for a a female led uh, action movie. Um, but but it's also the generic shot, like I've got my back to you, I'm tough and everything. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna t- look over my shoulder at the camera to you and everything. It's a classic shot for uh, for a action hero, sure, um, poster. But I mean, what they essentially did, who knows if the body is actually of Alicia Vikander anyway. Uh, from a uh, from another photo shoot, but, sure. But it's transparent what they did. They ha- you have a body, and clearly that actress or that performer or that model, whoever they used, was looking off or straight or somewhere else or or, or directly ahead. So let's Photoshop Alicia Vikander's face here to be looking towards the camera and so on, and we can, and we highlight we have her pretty face in there. Yeah. We can highlight it. But it, it's just, it's it is one of the worst Photoshop <laughs> jobs I've ever in my life seen in a, in a piece of professional work like, yeah it was pretty I, rough I, 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 and when i saw it i thought it was fan made there it is yeah it's pretty rough i Gir- thought it was fan made and i'm like neck. oh this isn't this isn't legit somebody made this and a, a for effort for making you know yeah trying to do what they can but this fan really kind of needs to do some work and it's it's a Yikes. legit re- it's a legit <laughs> release i was i was floored yeah I, Absolutely I don't, I don't so, know what the hell happened there. Uh, yeah, and she has no butt at all. That's a that's a department that needs to be revisited. Look at their artists. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. So there you go. Uh, let's well, let's. let's they going to Photoshop. They should have photoshopped a little junk in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? Oh boy. Let's talk about that Punisher trailer. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, that was all right, I guess. I think I think PK is <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. He, he's not at all excited for this. He said before the show that he hopes it fails and that uh, he wants to tell John Bernthal to his face that he sucks. Yeah, yeah I'm I just saying, I, I want to be there for that. Be great. Yeah. That would be great if I could tell him how how appalled I am at the <laughs> at the shabby work that he's doing in in such a character. Uh, it looks amazing. Yeah. Looking a yeah. I ah I, Dude, I, the, the no tra- words. The trailer looks so good. They set up the story really well. Did you see that little promo video that came out earlier this week too? Uh, there was it was like there was another promo before the trailer dropped. It was about it was maybe Monday. It was about a minute long, and it's it's him in the woods, right? But you're seeing him through someone he's fighting must have some sort of camera equipment because. You, oh. you see him stab the guy in the throat, yep. and then he grabs the guy, and he's yelling into the guy's face, but it's the camera, <laughs> I'm coming for you. You know, and I was just like, I, I, I was scared. Yeah. I was yeah. terrified he, a little bit. He is he is Frank Castle. Yeah, so, he is Frank Castle, period. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, Gittles, um, was, uh, when, when this was filmed, because all of the Netflix shows are filmed mostly in Brooklyn, Yep. and uh, when this was filming, he saw John Bernthal walking down the street one day and he was talking to me about it. And he's like, he's like, yeah, he just looked like he was going to rip someone's head off and shit yeah. down their throat. In fairness, <laughs> John Barenthal always looks like he's <laughs> rip somebody's head off and shit down yeah. their neck. I'm the first so. one to, to hammer somebody for, for going into, into method and all that sort of thing and, and embodying the character, even when you're not on stage or not on screen, but th- there's, there's such viciousness oh. to the, to this character. It, it can't help but carry over a little bit. Uh, into even if you're, you know, I'm just, I'm just gonna go get some coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to get my coffee and a Snapple and a burger. <laughs> like I, I, I 
I can't fathom that he doesn't carry that with him a little oh, bit for sure. when all is said and done. Um, I hope he can shake it shortly thereafter uh, because that's just simply not healthy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, oh God, he's so fucking good. And that trailer, I, yeah. So we still don't have a release date, which what the fuck Netflix? Like what, what's, what the fuck is going on? Can we just, can we just get that? I mean, are they just like, do they just want to mess with us and like, just drop it by surprise one weekend? Hey, by the way, here, here you go. Uh, That was my favorite part of the trailer was right at the end when you're like, oh, we're finally going to get the date. No, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're going to Rick and Morty us. Yeah. It's going gonna, gonna to pop up. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which. I did not see the new one yet, so I cannot discuss the new one. Okay. The new one was really good. Still think last week's possibly the best episode of all time. It, the, yeah. Yeah. It was, was but amazing. this week's was really, I, really, I, this was really good. good. I miss. This week was not the finale, right? No. Next no, week no, no, is no, the no. finale? Uh, is it? I think there's only two episodes left. Oh. I'm not sure. Uh, but I, this past week was the... Um, uh, this season's version of the um, interdimensional interdimensional cable. cable, right? But they they it's I, I'll probably watch yeah. it today. And, th- and this is what we're doing instead of interdimensional cable. I think it's great because they're not doing interdimensional okay. cable. Yeah. Hey, that could get tired. And the fact that, and they also and also fast. there's a line in it. It's like uh, each of them doesn't have a name. This isn't a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, which <laughs> yep. I also thought was great. Yep, yep, Another yep. dig. If they do a clip show every year and call it something different, I think it would be brilliant yeah. for them to do that. Absolutely brilliant. And this is another, again, I know you haven't seen it yet, but another, I'll, then I'll direct my face to PK. Thank you. another brilliant device. Yep. Another brilliant device that allows them to do like little clips. It could be ideas that they sure. that they that they just fired off and like we can't really go anywhere with this, but it's great in like a minute and a half. And yeah. Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon are they're just creative geniuses. Justin Roiland is is my hero. Did you see They're amazing. We don't have to talk about it in length. But did you see the phone call? Lunatics, but they're the amazing. Phone, yeah, the, the phone, phone call. call to Joel Joel Osteen's yes. church. And, yes. he, and he called twice. Yeah. He called once as Rick and then he called back a second time as Morty. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, all right, trailers. Um, Netflix dropped or debuted the new season four trailer, which is coming very shortly. Seasons one through three are already up now. Um, for, for what? OG. Oh, did I did I not say Voltron? <laughs> I'm sorry. Voltron season four. Um, Voltron has been amazing. It has been so good. And uh, season three was fantastic. It ended on a great cliffhanger. So I'm really looking forward to season four. We're going to get that soon. Um, I know that they're going to be showing the new. Uh, the first new episode at New York Comic Con, so I think it debuts shortly thereafter. We also got uh, the newest trailer for Jumanji. Um, I still think Jumanji looks really fun. We don't have to talk about it in length, but I think it looks really funny. I yeah, think it looks kind of cute. We hit that pretty good when we yeah. first talked about the initial trailer. This this is more of the same. Yeah. Uh, it just looks it's it looks like an interesting and fun update. Uh, you know, it should be a good time. You got the rock in there, and uh, the, uh, the, that fucking guy can do no wrong to begin with. Karen so. Gillan. Yeah, Karen exactly. Gillen. And, and and speaking of doing no wrong, Karen Gillen. The mere presence of Karen Gillan. Um, Karen Gillan. Two quick things that are not on the press um the press the press the prep sheet, but I want to talk about real quick. Um the um the Inhumans, the press packet that has been going out is referring to it as uh a complete series, I believe. So there's some rumor that it's a one and done season. Um, the Defenders? Uh, defenders, I'm sorry. What is wrong with me? Inhumans. The Inhumans. I thought I said Inhumans. You said Inhumans. Did I did, say, right? I thought you did. I thought he said Defenders. I'm pretty sure I heard Inhumans. It, it might be unless, right. Unless you snuck right. the Defenders no. in there as well? Well, based on 
what we're hearing yeah. about the Inhumans. It wouldn't surprise me if it was one and done. But uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about very quickly, and then we could take a break. <clears throat> um, did you hear about the Strangers thing pop-up bar that opened in Chicago? Yes. Did you hear about the cease and desist letter that they got from Netflix? No. All right. So I'm going to read the cease and desist letter to all right. you. Okay. All right. All right. No. First of all, it was, I mean, refresh, not refresh me, but I, this I haven't heard about. So this was a so, pop-up like the Game of Thrones one? Uh, except it was unauthorized. It was two guys that owned a bar. And that's why. Okay. They owned a bar. They converted it into, they called it the Underworld or the Upside Down. The Upside or whatever Down. It was, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, they made it all Stranger Things themed. And the, got, like the Christmas lights. Yeah. And all, and yeah. all sorts okay. of crazy stuff and stuff on the ceiling. And it was, it was crazy. But I'm going to read to you the, uh, the cease and desist letter. Danny and Doug. The letter started out. My walkie-talkie is busted, so I had to write this note instead. I heard you launched a Stranger Things pop-up bar at your Logan Square location. Look, I don't want you to think I'm a total wasteoid, and I love how much you guys love the show. Just wait until you see season two. But unless I'm living in the upside down, I don't think we did a deal with you for this pop-up. <laughs> You're obviously creative types, so I'm sure you can appreciate that it's important to us to have a say in how our fans encounter the worlds we build. We're not going to go full Dr. Brenner on you, but we ask that you please, one, not extend the pop-up beyond its six-week run ending in September, and two, reach out to us for permission if you plan to do something like this again. Let me know as soon as possible that you agree to these requests. We would love our fans more than anything, but you should know that the Demogorgon is not always as forgiven. Uh, so please don't make us call your mom. <laughs> yeah. Nice, but you know what though? That that's was, a very that's a excellent cease and desist. That's not right. like that was a very heavy classy, handed, and they let them do the like, run that they planned. Right. This is great. Finish out your thing, but you better fucking talk to us yeah. next time. But but I think that was but that's chill. Yeah, I think there was a really nice way to approach it as opposed to uh, pull uh, it, end it now from the law office yeah. of yeah. Netflix. Do we cheat him and how? Exactly. And Netflix clearly the demi gorgon in that letter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how wise jargon, it is jargon, for them jargon. to call uh, their boss the demigorgon, <laughs> but okay. But there you go. So I thought that I thought that was pretty cool. That's classy. I dig it. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Anybody right. watch the Emmys before we go? No. no. Uh, Stephen Colbert was awesome. Yeah, but I just had zero interest. Awesome. I'm kind of just done with award shows. I think. To be really? Honest. Yeah. I just yeah. I still think they're funny and amusing. Though. Yeah. There were you know, moments that were really really funny. I thought. I normally go back and watch clips. I didn't even do that with this right. one. Yep. But nope. that's nor- but, uh, I won't know. do it. Yeah. Won't do it, but uh, I'll, I'll be the reporter that. Re- I, say, well, my, my, I mean, we we had no interest to begin with, right? Um, and now I, I triple have no interest because apparently Westworld came away with absolutely nothing. Correct. Which, yeah, how uh, is that even possible? I, and I don't know who won over it. I don't even care. But uh, my my, and not to get into it in this show, but let's just say uh, I have a more political bent as to why that show can go fuck itself. So. All right. Uh, won't, yeah, no clips on my end. Stephen Colbert was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he was very funny, and I thought it was very – and he did a very good job. Nice. And it was very entertaining. All right. With that, I think we should probably take a break. All right. With that, sure. OG, we will bring this episode to a pause while we take our one and only break. Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 467, the one that had so many names, but I'll use, but it's all garbage. Ahoy hoy, welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Destiny 2 came out and it's exceptionally good, improving on the original game right out of the gate. 
Destiny 1 was a flawed game that was cobbled together from a disastrous last-minute development snafu. But it was a great shooter, so it became better over time with expansions. Destiny 2 is already a much better base game. The quality of life improvements and radical changes to the weapon system make Destiny 2 a much more accessible game, especially in the leveling system. If you keep playing, your level will go up. A sticking point from previous Destiny experiences where people felt they couldn't do the high-end activities because they were stuck at a low level, creating a leveling catch-22. But of course, I'm completely biased in my love for Destiny, as it's all I've been playing for two weeks, and I can't wait to get back to it. But even still, it's a better game than Destiny 1 and is well worth playing. Even without hitting the end game content, you'll still easily sink 20 to 30 hours into the game, just trying everything once. Destiny 2 is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and coming to PC on October 24th. <laughs> Every time I see Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, there's something else that sucks. The game where most of the characters are completely off-model. The follow-up to Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is clearly not Marvel vs. Capcom 4, seems to have cut every corner possible to shit out a new game for the cheap. You could buy Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite for $60, or buy the recently ported, far superior Marvel vs. Capcom 3 for $20. Pretty much the same roster, but with far more characters, which include the contractually excluded X-Men characters. Do yourself a favor and watch some reviews, check out some Twitch, and when you see that this game is a cheap knockoff of a better game, go play the previous. And finally, Final Fantasy IX has been ported to the PlayStation 4. It's $20. Go play it. Giddy up. It's the Red Dead Rumor Report. Still nothing. Try Destiny 2 in the meantime. I don't know. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Hey, Big Kev, OG, um, PK. Uh, just call on to uh, comment on the uh, Graced American Hero. Uh, I have no problem with the... Uh, Indian American Lady Laid. I think it's consistent with the original concept of the show, but I agree 100% with Big K in that I have no interest in this show whatsoever. I will not watch a single episode unless William Cat is in it taking some sort of advisory role in terms of you know, don't make some mistake he made with the suit, you know, hurt him trying to teach her what he learned after years with the suit and no instructions. 
to how to not do maybe whatever he did. There, there's a great episode of the original series where there's a character who comes in, and it turns out to be he had the suit, and he had the instructions, and he was able to use it correctly, but he ended up using it to serve himself uh, to try to – uh, take advantage of the suit for his own personal gain, and so the aliens came and took it away from him. So I, I think it would be great if the show honored the original with by bringing back Liam Cat. And if it does not, I will not watch a single episode. I've seen a lot of stuff online complaining that it's uh, Cassie Indy, an American woman, that is trying to be uh, super culturalist. And this is not the case of kind of recasting a role that is known like taking a, you know, a character from the comic books and changing the race or the gender in order to make it more politically correct. This is just an extension of the story, and I'm fine with them doing whatever they want. But if there's no William Cat, uh, then I am not interested. And also, when are you going to make the, uh, the, the MP3 uh, DVD commentary for Flash Gordon available again? I bought it many, many years ago, and I lost it. And... I hope you find it so I can buy it again because I would buy it again because it was awesome, and I hate that I somehow managed to delete it. But anyway, thanks a lot. You guys uh, keep rocking. Bye. Nice. There you go. Yeah. So he agrees with you. You get a, you get a point, Big K. Well, you catch to be the Robert Culp of the new show. There you go. I agree. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that assessment. But thank you for calling. You didn't identify yourself, caller, so we don't we don't know who you are. And that was a great voice. That that was one of the most chill, laid back, awesome yeah. voices. Yeah, I dug that that voicemail. That was uh, yeah. that was entertaining to listen to. I thought I knew who it was, but but I, but I'm not sure. So he's he's got that Matthew that McConaughey yeah. ease. Yeah. So identify pretty, yourself. All right, pretty, all right. Pretty chill. Hey, leave us another voicemail. Let us know who you are yeah. or if, what your social media is or you know, hit us up on social media. Let us know. But Say, do you want to leave a voicemail? Why don't you go over to the GVM line? 201-730-BKGS. There you go. And uh, you may hear yourself, uh, like our just recent caller here, on an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And I want to thank the caller for... Uh, Get my back on that. I think William Katz an important thing to include sure. in that television program, so I hope that occurs. Uh, we also uh, heard from our sponsor, BuildR2D2.com. Uh, check out BuildR2D2. Now, I've just seen, uh, I think it was them uh, or someone who's building it for them or somebody who's starting to build this R2D2 uh -huh. in the UK, and they were showing some of the dynamics of the sensor that keeps your R2 from falling down the steps. Yeah. And I was just, again, another thing really impressive about this. Build your own R2-D2 half-scale droid. You get a little bit each month. You're building along. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you got a fully rendered R2-D2 that does a ton of amazing things. And uh, you definitely want to check that out. OG, is there a phone number? There is. It's 877-544-6779. Right. So it's from the people who brought you the incredible buildmillenniumfalcon.com. Right. And you want to go over there and check it out. Get involved. Buildr2d2.com. And we also had an oh, – were you going to say? No, go ahead. Game stuff. That's what I was going to say. Okay. We had a great game stuff. A little Destiny heavy, I think. Yeah. Destiny's a big game. Lots of people liking it. I, I didn't. I You're the only person that doesn't. doesn't I like could. It. Oh, I, no. In fairness, sir, I haven't played it. Number one. All right. Number two. Uh, I did not 
like the first. I was not a fan of the first. But one. neither did neither did Coke Logic really. Yes. If you listen to what but he said, he plays everything, sir. I understand, but a lot of people did not like the first one. Correct. But we're excited for the second one. Absolutely. And the second one I'm hearing is getting very good reviews. Well, God bless them. There you go. God bless all of them. I played L.A. Noir. Yep. Good for you. And <laughs> we have some. We have some, also oh, that's also going, you don't know Jack. That's going backwards compatible, I think, for the X. Yeah. Well, I played. Oh, is it really? I, I played. So, yeah. Where in the universe is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, so, got you. No, I lived with you when you had the goddamn Nintendo Cube, and yeah, you were man. obsessed with that goddamn Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. Love that uh, game, Mario. 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 I love Mario. That. Still one of my favorite games. I uh, I have died of dysentery. Aww. <laughs> PK on the Oregon Trail. So uh, thank you, uh, Coke Logic, for that. Um, uh, also for that Red Dead rumor report update. Yes. Uh, thank you very much. I know <laughs> all of our listeners, especially three of them, are uh, very excited to hear any news whatsoever coming from the Red Dead franchise. Of course, that is not the next game I'm looking forward to. Nice. The next game I'm looking forward to would be The Fractured Butthole, which actually is coming out next month. You know, I... Was that... One hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I, it has a release date. I think I, it's the eighteenth of October. I, I kind of, I kind of lost my interest. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just you. I'm telling. I, you. I was all hyped up about it, dude. and then it got like hyper delayed, and now I'm just like, dude. The magic of, is gone. Uh, yeah, dude, the, the thrill of is waning. Yeah, Stick of Truth was one of the funnest. I played the Stick games of Truth. I've ever played, I, and I can't. I cannot wait to have the same experience with Fractured I'm Butthole. sure that I will play eventually, but some of the thrill has gone. That's all. For me, Your that's all. Your ass is impatient. That's that's, no, it's all, I'm not. My ass is not impatient. Rush, anyway. Rush, rush. Let's, uh, we have some product that we've been teasing for about a month. We do what? Oh, that big yes, piece that. Can you want to do yours while I uh, get this one together? Uh, yeah, so friend of the show, Doc A., uh, through Kid Robot, recently put out his newest five-inch dunny. It is the Spirit Divination Communication Engine. Um, it is in Dake's sort of um, style, steampunk, neo-Victorian style. It's a uh, it's a Ouija board, but I'm sure they can't call it that <laughs> um, for reasons Licensing. dealing with copyright. But it is a great piece. Um, it uh, it comes with the uh, it comes with the little Ouija uh, mover piece there. Um, Comes with a little wind-up key in the back. The key is removable, um, like on a lot of his larger pieces. Um, yeah, no, it's a really cool piece. It's a great little. Uh, it's a great little toy. If you're a fan of the occult and horror, if you're a fan of Doc A, I'd say that this is a must-have for your collection. There are three different versions, I believe. Um, one of them, which was a glow-in-the-dark version, sold out really quickly. Um, and then I think there's this and there was, um, an artist proof and there might've been another one as well. So check out, uh, either doc a himself or check out kidrobot.com or wherever you might purchase your, uh, kid robot products and pick up one for yourself. Do you know the release date of the Punisher? I hope uh, it says go to hell. It says, uh, Suck it. stop it. <laughs> stop it. Um, so, yes, that is my spelled that out really fast. Thing. What about you, sir? That's cool. Uh, I, I have the incredible uh, uh, pleasure of bringing this to you 
uh, especially to OG, uh, because I know. I, although I don't, I don't know for sure how he would fe- how he feels about this interpretation. But this is the three A interpretation of Peter Parker Spider Man. Uh, so a little bit different of an interpretation by our friend, uh, Mr. Wood, Ashley Wood. Um, and I know I see OG's nose wrinkling, which means he hates it. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't say that that's why I love it, but I'm saying I really like it. And, uh, we're, we're, we are so privileged to have this, uh, piece in hand. A clean month and a half before it hits yeah. the streets. We're very happy to be able to talk about it. So the concept here is Peter Parker, uh, at least from what I'm feeling and seeing here, has built a Spider-Man robot, yeah. which he controls. So there's a Peter Parker hmm. figure. It's actually two figures. It's a Peter Parker figure, right? Which is kind of a is hip- he small? The Peter yeah. Parker. Oh, yeah, he's right here. I'm going to pass him around. No, he's actually 12 inch scale. I'm leaving him in the foam just to protect. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So he's a, he's a 12 inch. This is a 12 inch scale figure. So he's a teenager. So he's a 12 inch scale figure. And then the robot. Let's be careful there, uh, PK. Uh, and the robot is actually much more humongous. Here's the robot, boys. Yeah, it's huge. Oh, okay. So he's huge. And you know, if you know about the 3A products, hyper articulation, hyper stylized uh, by. Uh, Mr. Wood and Ashley Wood, and uh, uh, the the robot actually has light up features as well, fully articulated. The Peter Parker has backpack controls, camera, lots of hand options, things like that. Uh, as the uh, the little sheet here indicates, and Peter Parker clearly that is a cannon. <laughs> are you are you that's that's what you've decided to explore the uh the camera that is that undoubtedly a cannon hey i'm not looking up his skirt at least so there's that <laughs> so well there is that yeah. he's made pro he's grown uh, folks there uh, was a skirt you'd be looking a, up a at. little a mildly disturbed um there's no face underneath that mask <laughs> oh there isn't i hadn't looked that no. doesn't surprise me no that's yeah so the, the peter parker uh, yeah i guess doesn't have a face under there that's that's interesting i guess that's one way to go um <laughs> Not surprising. It's Ashley Wood. You know, his stuff is a little bit out there. He's been doing sort of these Marvel reinterpretations. I like the Iron Man one. The Iron Man one was just kind of a, just his stylized Iron Man. I think he kind of, and his DC stuff also was kind of like just sort know. of a step away version of. Peter Parker's wearing like water shoes. Is he is he going water skiing? What is he doing? What are you saying? That there's only one interpretation of Peter Parker. No, no, I'm not saying that. God, God knows that's not true. I just, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not digging the robot. I'm not digging the style of Peter Parker. I like Ashley Wood stuff. I think the 3A world is rich. The pop bots are great. Um, His art resonates with me normally. Um, And this isn't even just a I'm a Spider-Man fan because I've been open to other Spider-Man interpretations before. Yeah, I know. Um, I just I I find it a little odd that you're just I'm taking this one a little bit. I just just don't like it. It's an interesting idea. Um, It just doesn't resonate with me. That's all. Yeah, that's totally cool. I mean, I think the execution is the 3A quality that everybody has come to expect. It looks great as a as a figure overall. The accessories and that that thing includes the, are, the pr- are preposterously good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, the, that particular take on that particular character, I, I think you—it's the best way to put it. It doesn't resonate with me. Yeah, uh, it's, it's 
uh, there's something to be said about Peter being Peter and being the Spider-Man and to and to Tony Stark it up through via a robot. I'm yeah, a little, I just I, I don't know. That doesn't hit me. Yeah, it just if I don't know something about it feels weird. And it looks I, it looks really yeah. it looks cool. Oh, it's yeah. just, uh, as a Spider-Man actually, piece, I'm kind of eh. you know. And I I'm not a a big Spider-Man fan. I'm certainly mm-hmm. no Spider-Man fan in comparison to you, OG. Um, but I don't know why it is this piece struck me. Now I've had the iron. I've had the the classical reinterpretation of Iron Man, sure. although they did like four different yeah, I know. colorways. I had the classic interpretation of Iron Man. I was like, eh. I've seen the Ultron. I've seen the, uh, which again, I wasn't really impressed about. I see the, I saw the Black Widow, which I thought. I like the Black Widow. Really well done. I like the Black Widow. Really well done, but not really kind of taking sort of any different direction with it. He has a Captain America coming out. Okay. Be still my heart. It looks amazing. But it's Ashley Wood's interpretation of Captain America. Again, it's really not sort of a deviation on the character. It's not providing us any new sort of information. Part of it might. It's not like this one's part of Hydra or something. (laughs) Something outrageous like that. You know, part of me. That's sinful. Part of me (laughs) as an Ashley Wood fan, I. And this, I don't think this plays into this, but one of the things I like about Ashley Wood is I think that he's really creative and I like the unique worlds that he creates with his own original characters. And I'm not so sure that I need to see him reinterpret other characters, but I have liked some of them. Again, this one just doesn't do it for me, but you know, it is what it is. That's all. I hear you. I'm trying to see, uh, I'm trying to give you a price point on this. Uh, expensive. It's definitely expensive. In the several hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I don't have an exact. Unfortunately, I don't. It's got to be exact. two or three hundred bucks. I would, I would say guess. it's probably three. Yeah, thereabouts. Uh, it's two figures. Yeah, a twelve-inch sure. scale teenage boy and a humongous robot with. Uh, and again, we should say the eyes of the robot. Some other lighting features light up. The articulation is amazing. The packaging is really amazing. I thought flip open packaging with different levels of. Uh, uh, sort of cut foam for you to put it in. Did you find something? Three thirty nine ninety nine. So and that's entertainment earth's price, which right. tells me retail is probably like three fifty right. or three seventy five, maybe yeah, something in that ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great set if you're a fan of Ashley Wood or Spider Man. Again, I appreciate different takes on characters. Um and I'm not a Spider Man fan and I was like, you know what? This this I kind of enjoy. So uh, I was I was glad to uh, have the opportunity to get it and talk about it on our program here. Uh, DC, they've also, he's also done some DC stuff recently where it's kind of has a little bit of a storyline just sort of for the toys. All right. Now see, here's now see, here's the thing. Now. Okay. There's a, there's a variant on this figure. Right. And it's black costume Spider-Man. Right. And a gray grade scale robot. Mm-hmm. I like that one. That one you like. Uh, that one I like. Hmm. I the, the, For me, the design just works better with that color scheme. Oh, okay. I like, oh. Uh, no. Oh boy. Yeah. Here we go. Oh boy. I kind of like that one. Uh, you know, Hey, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. Just something about that scheme, but I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not getting it. I'm not spending $340. Well, obviously. Yeah. But I yeah, like that, it you know, but I do like the cool. design. Yeah. I that like the design on it. I'm with you on that one. Oh yeah. 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 I kind of dig that. All right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, and then, like I was saying, they did some, they've done some DC stuff, Batman and a few other characters. And now of course they have a Joker coming out. Yes. Which, again, another terrific take on a character. Again, slightly different. Um, you know, I just think at this point in a character's long history, they don't start doing more stuff like this 
We're going to end up with more shitty Marvel books. No, I look, I <laughs> again, I, it's not like he hasn't been reinterpreted, but just like not every version of Batman has always resonated. Correct. It's just he doesn't resonate. Just like Jared Leto's Joker doesn't resonate yeah. with you. Well, well put. <laughs> I mean, great example. And for me, it's not like it's a samurai Darth Vader or samurai right. stormtrooper. Right. Uh, along that line, which did, which really did not resonate with me yeah. <laughs> at I really all. I like those. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, with that said, I think we are about at that time in the show. Oh, did, are there's we? no other, uh, no other problem? No, that's, no, that's it. That's sure? I wanted to do another hour. It's, no. That's not. No, it is no. hot. It is getting late, and I am hungry. Mm. I am all of those things. So, with that being said. Yes, OG, with that being said, well, there's no, there's no music. There is music. Oh, Listen just, to it. Open your ears. All right. God, it was low in the beginning. Don't you have some stuff to say? Open up your ears, big deaf. Well, I mean, there, there's. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like uh, there's this thing for money. Uh, that yeah, we're gonna get to that. that. We, we should talk. I was about. gonna save that to the end. Well, so it's really, he's fresh. just like stop. He's like stop. Don't don't give him any ideas. He went the whole <laughs> second segment without mentioning it once. I heard. No, the, no. I heard the. I heard the thing go off. I'm like, no, oh, no, well, I wanted. I wanted it's to due. mention it. I want it to be fresh in their minds. So oh, I want to get the shitty plugs out of the way first. Don't forget, you can check us on online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com you can also find us at youtube.com backslash bkgeekstuff facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff we have a theme going with bkgeekstuff do you know I tried again to get geek stuff and that got fucking renewed again really that Jesus motherfucker Christ. and there's nothing there there's nothing there he's just camping he's it for cyber the... squatting that site the shit we, we've reached out to him directly is that kind of thing I did a couple years ago and he and was nothing. less than nice um, uh, okay. he wanted several hundred dollars for a site that he's not using okay yep so um don't forget on social media you can find all of us there. I am Geek Stuff OG across all of the social media platforms, including the PlayStation Network. Isn't there like something we can do, like to send him a letter, being like, "Yo, this is we've been." You using can this reach name. out and ask him. All right, but you know, uh, I oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted your your IDs. No, no, it's ahead. you. I did mine. Oh, you it's did you yours. Now, yes. I'm a Big Kev GS on the Xbox Network and BK Geek Stuff. On uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I'm K. Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram. And Ragnar don't forget Rock. also to check out our Facebook page. Follow us over there. I, you did, know, I did all that. We post. Oh, you did? I did all that. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say now, Big Kev, is the time where you can remind the fans how important their contribution to this show's future is. PK, PK, can you bring that music down, please? This is a very it's important moment. Mm-hmm. You know, here at Big Kev's Geek Stuff, every year, we we ask you to contribute to help us keep the show going, and we'd like to have you do that this time by going right over to BigKev'sGeekStuff.com and using the PayPal link, or go directly to PayPal and use BigKev'sGeekStuff at gmail.com, and make a small yet important donation to the cause of the show that you're listening to, and our appearance and attendance at New York Comic Con. So... Please, please, please go and give anything you can. We'll be appreciative. Come see us at the show. We'll have something special for you. And with that, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close the way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, Jake LaMotta, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Stops existing. Hey, Mr. Missy!
Podcast. Existing.